Warning, this episode contains foul language and some real spooky shit. listening to Keep It Weird, the podcast for all things strange, unusual, paranormal, supernatural, creepy, spooky, gross, sticky, and everything in between. In each episode of this podcast, we take some weird topic, grab one of our friends, co-workers, or family members, and talk about it, usually for about an hour or so until we decide it's been too long and complain about how we had so much more to talk about but didn't have time to get to half of it. <laughs> Um, but today is a special episode. Today is part one of our listener ghost story series. We're going to share some of our own personal stories and a few stories from our listeners and discuss some of our ghost theories. I'm Ashley, and this is my co-host Lauren. Hey, weirdos. Hello. Uh, and it's just us today. Just us. Just Little the old two us. of us. Just the two <laughs> of us. You and I. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> also, I'm getting over bronchitis, so I'm sorry if I occasionally sound like a monster or cough like I'm dying. Um, I'll do my best to edit out the coughing fits, so if there's any really weird cuts when this episode airs, just know that I almost died, and you should feel lucky that I'm still with you. Um, Perfect. also, the cats are out today, because they're being <laughs> fucking assholes, and they're, like, scratching at the door, so... I'm sorry. Basically is all we have to say. You might we hear some meows. Real, sorry, meows, scratching, some crazy stuff. We're, you'll probably hear a few like Penny, like just <laughs> screams as we yell at them to like calm down. They're just going bonkers. They literally couldn't even be put in the bedroom though because they were scratching so hard yeah. on the bedroom door. It wasn't even possible. Like I think them being out will maybe be quieter, but we'll I still don't even know. I don't we're know still what's gonna wrong hear some asshole today. sounds. It's gonna be a thing. So we apologize for the bronchitis, for the cats. Apologies. Um, (laughs) You really just have sexy phlegm going on, though. You don't sound that bad. You just, you have like a rasp. I feel like I do not sound sexy at all in any way. (laughs) (laughs) I think the listeners are going to love it. Oh, there's the first. (laughs) Well, we made it through that one. (laughs) still alive still alive we're fine so if anyone listened to last week's episode we talked about female serial killers i actually got some cool feedback leah leah is one of our best friends she lives in nashville now yeah she She left away it's really it's shitty but super rude um, of her really rude actually leah but she actually had told me she texted me she researched the wests after Mm -hmm. we kind of briefly talked about it she was like this is the most horrifying thing I've ever read in my entire life. She actually said it was like, the Holocaust is number one, every other genocide is two, and then the three is the West family. Wow, <laughs> that is saying it. a lot. I know. She said that, um, oh my god. Gabby, stop it. See? What What was that She's sound? She's doing, remember, you know how she does that dance before she drinks? Drinks her water? Oh, it was the squeak. Dance. Yeah, it's a squeak on the floor. Gabby doesn't know how to normally drink water out of her bowl. She has to do a tap dance She does a little, little dance first. Um, <laughs> but she also said she researched what happened to their kids, because, you know, they had like eight kids. Oh, right. 
She said one was arrested in 2005 for sex with a 14-year-old girl. One of them still visits her mother every month in prison and writes her every day. They both still love their parents, even though their parents rape them and let them be raped by other adults. And the ones that are trying to live a normal life can't get jobs anywhere because of who their parents are. It's like, it's a complete disaster. They're Um, screwed for life. They are. But she also sent me this really funny link. Apparently in 2004... <clears throat> Someone tweeted Donald Trump a picture of Rosemary and Fred West and said, my parents always looked up to you and you were an inspiration to them. Will you retweet their picture? And he did. Shut up. That's the best piece of news I've ever heard in my life. That's incredible. I know. And he retweeted it? <coughs> yeah. Did he? He probably had no idea no, who he, had he no was idea. retweeting. He just retweeted it. Um, Dear And, Lord, uh, of course, his media hysterical. team took it down in, like, 45 minutes. Like, hey, Donnie, like, don't. Hey, how about you do not post a picture of these rapist serial killers? Right. Anyway, so if you haven't already, look up Rosemary and Fred West, but only if you want to, like, throw up and never sleep again because it's the worst. Sure, sure, sure. There's also, though, there's also a, uh, I found out, there's a miniseries. It's a two-part miniseries. It, like, swept the BAFTAs in 2012 about the trial, the West oh, trial. Really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Have and, I never um, heard of this? Dominic West plays Fred. Oh, my gosh. I know. I have to see this. Well, I can't find it anywhere for a decent price. You can get oh. it on Amazon for, like... Fourteen dollars, mm. or I think iTunes is about fourteen bucks too. Maybe we just yeah, splurge like... and go for it. We'll split splurge it. Splurge on that fourteen dollars. Listen, when series. you're poor, <laughs> that's what yeah. happens. The only other feedback I got about last episode is my mom really liked it. <laughs> Thanks, mom. <laughs> Thanks, that Pam. was it. She yeah. just said she I really, really enjoyed, it. enjoyed it. Do you think it yeah. was that we had a female guest and she was just feeling like girl she was feeling power, like really powerful? Yeah, like, you know, for all the feminists out there, yes, it was a really probably. nice moment. <laughs> Why? Well, thanks, Mom. And <laughs> thanks, thanks Leah, for that Donald Trump tidbit, because that's amazing. She texted me about the West, like, all day yesterday. That's crazy. I, I want to know so much more about them. Even oh, just don't. a little it's bit. I know, I don't, because I'll have nightmares <clears throat> and cry, but just the little bit that you were talking about them last week definitely got that hunger of, like, these are people to explore a little yeah, bit these more. are people to look into. and For sure. Well, <laughs> I didn't get any feedback or stories from last week, but I wanted to share... <laughs> The stupid story that happened to me today, it's probably not worth sharing, but it's weird, so it kind of qualifies. It It was a weird happening. So every Wednesday morning before I come over and record this lovely podcast with Ashley, I drive to the valley from the west side. I live on the west side, but I teach classes, teach music classes in the valley Wednesday mornings. And every day I pull up the map to see what the fastest route is going to be. So sometimes it says the 405 to the 101, but sometimes it's like, hey, look, there's this little shortcut through Beverly Hills and it's going to be super short and you get to stay on pretty side streets the whole time. And I'm like, great. So the few times I usually take the freeway, but there have been a couple weeks where I take the back roads. And one day, maybe it was three weeks ago, I was taking the back roads away and I pulled up behind a car that had a Green Bay sticker, an Illinois license plate and a Hillary sticker on the back and so it's like a very memorable car i'm like hey green bay hey illinois that's where i'm from oh hey hillary cool you voted for her too and it's just like so it was a memorable moment then week two i take the 405 101 way that same car is in front of me on that route and i was just like okay like clearly we both do the same thing we pull up our maps in the morning and we're both taking this route and then this morning took the beverly hills route and guess who pulled in front of me and they literally go like 
a block away from me. They pull off a block before I do once we actually get Follow into them. the valley. I know. I want to know where they're going. And I want to be like, how do you, A, always leave at the same time as me? Because my times vary like 10 to 15 minutes of when I actually leave my house. And B, why are we taking the exact same routes? Who are you? Are you trying to kill me? I wonder me? if they notice that you, maybe they think you're following them. Well, that's the thing. I'm always behind them because I see these bumper stickers. I see the Green Bay. I see the Hillary. And then I see the Illinois plate. So it looks like I'm following them, but I swear like. Or maybe that's their plan to make it they, seem so I'll like, look like a stalker. you think <laughs> that you're following them, but really they're following you by being in front of you. What? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Is that the day quill? It's the day quill That's talking, day actually. Quill I don't talking. know if that made sense, but that could have been a theory. Hi. But yeah, so like I said, that That's had nothing weird. to do with anything, but it, I just thought it was worth sharing because it's a bizarre happening. And when it was two weeks in a row, I was kind of like, ha ha. And then this week, I was like, wait a second. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. If tip. it happens again, try. No, do not try and get a picture. You are driving. I know. I can't take because that I thought about taking a picture and like posting it to Facebook, A, which would be horrible because it would be their license plate and everyone would follow oh, yeah, them and it would true. be bad. And B, I was like, I don't want to take a picture because I'm driving and we'll probably die in this moment. So yes. I couldn't take a picture, but definitely if it happens week four, I don't know what I'll do. I'll call you. Call I don't know. I'll just call, call you and scream into the phone. I won't be awake, but you can leave me a That's voice true. Call. It is very early in the morning for <laughs> Miss Ashley. Yeah. You can leave me a, a V-mail and I'll listen to I'll leave to you a nice V-mail, you know, or just send later. you a voice note of me just screaming, bloody murder. <laughs> it's happening! It's happening again! Done. Yeah, so that was my tale. <laughs> Another crazy thing just happened recently. We discovered a new solar system. We did. We was, did, personally. It was just the two of us. It was actually just me and Lauren. We, we work were for like, NASA. This is crazy. <laughs> Have you seen this solar system? We found it. It's pretty nuts, especially because we <clears throat> just recently had an Aliens episode. We just had episode. our Aliens episode, and we were talking about, is it possible? And it sounds Turns like out, it absolutely is. it is possible. Hold <laughs> on to your right. boots. Um, but apparently, the system is super like compact. All of the planets are orbiting their star as close as Mercury orbits our star, our sun. Okay. So if you were on one of these planets, you'd be able to see all the other planets as well as you can see our moon. Wow. So it would be like nuts. really beautiful. Sure. Or terrifying. Or I don't just know. It depends really on scary. <laughs> Um, one of the two. But they aren't sure if life can be sustainable on the planets due to the nature of their sun, because uh, it's a lot weaker than ours, and the distance okay. that they are from it. The planets are hit by so much ultraviolet radiation, uh, but there's no way to tell at this point. Right. I mean, we only know organisms that dwell on our planet. Right. There could be an organism in the universe that... Loves ultraviolet rays. Right, and we it's just like, have no idea. Me. Totally. So there could be something living there. Well, and they said that one of the <coughs> planets looked a lot like Earth and mm-hmm. could definitely be like a big ocean planet. And so in that case, I definitely think at least some really weird sea creatures like we have oh, could God. be swimming around. I... But what if they're even worse I than would... the sea creatures that no, we I have? No, I hope they are. Because they're so far. They're far enough away from me that I can deal with it. Sure. If you just sent me pics. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. But here's the problem. They're going to find this shit, and then they're going to go, this is weird, huh? We're bringing one back. No. And I'm going to be like, no, you, no, you, no, you're not. Do not bring that bullshit to our planet. Leave it over there. I know this is going to be like Distance makes the heart grow fonder. After I die, but I don't want my grandchildren to have to deal with this. Hell No. I don't want Madness. them to, it'll be like Nessie on crack. We talk about Nessie a lot, I just realized. 
I just I like the name Nessie, and I also just like the creature, and I like thinking of what oh, Tyler said about little foot with water stuff. <laughs> little foot with water stuff is the best way to describe the Loch Ness monster. Oh gosh, yeah, it still sweetest, makes me laugh. <laughs> sweetest way to describe it. <laughs> so, anyways, a lot of weird stuff going on apparently on in Beverly Hills and the <laughs> universe. Oh my gosh! Oh no, I was what? gonna say maybe it's because I drove through the Beverly Hills Bermuda Triangle, but I didn't it's a few Not streets over no. okay <laughs> <laughs> only a few streets maybe it was extending to yeah me maybe in it some was ex- maybe since know. you've been there it was reaching out to you to be like come back come back <laughs> you didn't get your um, you didn't get your fix your no you didn't get your prize <laughs> oh yeah tyler and i both got a prize you did get prizes at the <laughs> bermuda triangle and i did not sorry it's trying to give me my moment so uh, today, we're going to be sharing some ghost stories. Um, we had so many people send in their ghost stories. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm dying. <clears throat> it was wonderful. I'm so excited. I actually took a picture of myself earlier with, like, because I printed them out, because I print everything out, because I'm an old woman, and, like, <laughs> I don't trust technology at all. So it's I, my favorite thing I, about I, like, you. have them printed on, like, 20 sheets of paper. <laughs> I'm so wasteful. But we're going to start. Do you have any personal ghost stories? I do have a personal one, and it's super short because I know we want to get to the listener stories. But um, I've briefly spoken about things that happened to me when I was little and how it was possibly a girl in my room. But as an adult, I had one that I am like 99% sure was a ghost experience. I was in San Diego for a friend's birthday. I think there were like 15 of us. celebrating a friend's birthday and we were out to dinner in downtown San Diego one night like an older restaurant which sort of had a history had been around for a long time so we were like oh we have to check this place out looks really cool so we're having dinner I leave to use the restroom at one point in the night and it's one of those bathrooms that only has one stall but another person can be in there it's not just like I shut the door and lock it behind me there's actually a stall in there so there's still a person can stand in there and be waiting for their turn standing by the sink the mirror whatever So I'm in the stall using the restroom and the door opens and I see shadows underneath the stall of footsteps that have come in. Clearly someone there is waiting. The foot, the footsteps are, there's shuffling around outside. I can see the shadow moving. There is very clearly a person in the bathroom. The door has opened and shut. There is a presence in there. So I'm like trying to hurry up, pulling up my pants, getting ready to leave, (laughs) flush, open the door. And as I'm opening the stall door, There's a look on my face already of, like, I'm about to smile at someone and say, like, it's your turn. So I'm already, like, smiling as I open the stall door. No one is there. There is no one waiting outside the stall door, even though I'd just seen a shadow of of feet and no one ever reopened the door. It opened once and shut, and after I heard the shut, the feet were still there. So it wasn't like they peeked in and then immediately left. It was like I saw the feet. Where was this? In San Diego, I cannot remember the name of the restaurant. I can probably dig it up from one of my but friends. It was like an old... But it was an old restaurant. So the end of the story is I go upstairs and tell my friends. And as I've told you before, I have a lot of doubter friends that do not believe in the stuff. <laughs> so they're all... Yeah, because I didn't want to call them skeptics because I'm a skeptic myself. And there were some of them who were just being skeptical, skeptical and just sort of asking me more questions and trying to get more out of me. And half of my friends were just like, shut up. This Drop isn't it. real. Yeah, you didn't see anything. Whatever. So I wasn't really getting anywhere with them. But our waitress comes up to refill our waters and she overhears the conversation. And me saying, I swear, you guys, there was definitely a ghost down there. And she says, oh, 
Yeah, there's totally a ghost in this restaurant. We all turned to her. Excuse me? Pardon me? What? What's that you said? She's like, oh yeah, this place is super old. Like, there are people hear stuff all the time when the dishwashers are here late at night. They hear voices upstairs. Like, there's weird creaks, all kinds Whoa. of things. She's like, there's for sure a ghost here. This is a super you old building. You need to figure out what this place is called. I know. So I should have come Joe in with that. and I that. go down to San Diego, I can... Yeah. Check it out. Check it out. I can definitely... Was it was a few years good? ago. Was the food good? I don't even remember. All The only right, memory well, I take from it is the ghost. I am. <laughs> I can definitely find out the name, and I'll let you all know, either on next week's episode or on the Facebook page, but I'm sure one of my friends had it, because there were a bunch of us there. This is definitely four or five years ago now, though, so that could prove to be difficult. But we'll figure it out, I we'll promise. We'll figure it out. I gotta go there. Anyway, it's an old haunted building, and I just loved having that confirmation from the waitress, because yeah, no one believed and be like, me, and she yep. came over and was like, oh yeah, people talk about ghosts in here all the time. I was like, she for sure, he or she, I guess, they could have, it was the women's restroom, but he or she was coming in I mean, in that to happened to me, me when I worked at the Edison downtown. Oh, that place um, has to be haunted. Oh my gosh, it was bonkers. One time... I was the absinthe fairy, so I would push around this little cart of, like, absinthe cocktails and, like, sell them cash only (laughs) and, like, I had my little cash box and I wore my stupid wings. It was the worst. But there was, like, a little hallway nook that, like, led back to the kitchen. (coughs) And um, I would have to, like, I would make a round through, like, the whole bar restaurant and then I would just go back to the nook and, like, count my cash, make sure everything's right. If I had, like, a, too much cash, I'd put it away, and then I would wait five, ten minutes, and then I would go out and do it again. But it was this, like, really creepy hallway with, like, a stairwell that led up to, like, the offices, I think. I don't know. I, did, I It was a while ago that I worked there, and I didn't work there for very long. Um, but the security guard was almost always in the hallway, too. Mm-hmm. And there was one time we were standing there, and there was a chained-off area that went, I think, to the to a parking lot but there was this chained off area and the chain just started swinging no just like swing it was a heavy chain too it wasn't like a little dicky chain it was like those big chunky chains it just started swinging oh my gosh and he was like he was like this big black dude too and he was like oh hell no and he like dipped he ran (laughs) and i was in the hallway by myself you just stood there "Ah." i would have run with him but then after i i said something to one of the people that had worked there for a long time and they were like oh yeah they were like that hallway the bathroom pretty much any area around the bar the smoking room upstairs the offices i was like so every every area (laughs) every place (laughs) but as i worked there for like three months or so no, it was a little bit longer than that. For like five months when I worked there, uh, almost every shift, a guest would come up and be like, is this place haunted? Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, why? What and happened they would tell to me, you? Like, what <laughs> it was pretty fun. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, old haunted buildings are no joke. Like, yeah. Stuff truly Well, that was like happens. a factory before it was yeah, uh, something like bar that. restaurant. So who so. knows? I don't know. The Edison is so cool, by the way. Anyone living in Los Angeles, oh if you haven't been there, it's super great. And you might see a ghost. So and you could see a ghost. Check you it should out. go there. It's wonderful. It's such a cool place. I have a listener ghost story that's also a personal ghost story because the listener is my sister. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of works out. Perfect. Yeah, Jamie had written in. And said, uh, what about the little girl in the checkered dress we always saw in our house? Mm-hmm. No big <laughs> so, deal. So the first known 
So I have to get this out of the way because it's not confirmed. I tried to confirm it and it didn't work out. But basically, I remember after after living in this house and knowing about this little girl, there was one Thanksgiving, it was like four or five years ago, where I was speaking to my aunt and she was telling me a story about um, a haunted situation that she was going through uh, that involved a little girl. And I said something about, oh, my my house when I was growing up, we also had a little girl, the ghost of a little girl. And she said to me, I know, I remember seeing her. Oh, my God. And I was God. like, hmm? But it was Thanksgiving. There was all kinds of stuff going on. I didn't really get to talk to her about it again. And my aunt, the last time she was at my house that I know of was, was a long time ago. Like, I was in grade school. So, but when I went to, like, talk to her about it again recently, like a week ago, I mm-hmm. messaged her. I was like, do you remember this? And she didn't remember it. So, Dang I can't it. confirm that. Uh, I just remember that conversation taking place and me being like, what? So, but I don't know, like, maybe it didn't happen. But I can tell you what did happen. The first time I knew of her, for sure, was in eighth grade. My friend Katie. Hi, Katie. Hey, Katie. You're listening. She was my best friend. She was staying the night. And my sister was there as well. My mom was there. And I don't know if Katie's little sister was there, because sometimes her little sister would stay the night too, but it was for sure me, my mom, Katie, and Jamie mm-hmm. in the basement. And uh, we lived in a two-story house with a basement, so it was essentially three stories. We were all hanging out in the basement, and Katie had to go up to my room, which was on the top floor, for something. I don't know. Her bag was up there. So she was like, I'll be right back. So you could hear her like, boom, 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 like walk mm-hmm. up to up the, the top stairs. floor. And then you just hear this, like, piercing scream. And then you hear boom, 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 boom. Like, she's running oh my God. down the stairs. And we're all sitting there like, what the fuck? I thought she saw a spider or something. Right. And she said, there's a little girl in your room. Oh, it just gave me chills. And so we're all like, pardon? Right. <laughs> so we all go up to my room and look at my room. There's obviously nothing, nothing. there. After that, I mean, I saw... I only saw her once. I heard her many times. Mm-hmm. I only saw her once. The time that I saw her was in high school, and uh, there was a room when you enter our house that's sort of like a, it's like the laundry room, but it's also, what's that room called where you, like, take off your shoes? Uh, the old foyer, shoe room. Foyer, I don't know. <laughs> it was like a little laundry room. The old room shoe nook. room. Okay, I mean, I know what you mean. I have no idea what you'd call it. Uh, But we kept our shoes, like, behind an open door. Like, the door opened to the kitchen. You just shove all your shoes back there. And I went to get my shoes one day, and I I went to pull the door um, closed, essentially, but I opened that area. And she was standing there, and she was looking at me like, ha-ha! Like, she was playing a game. Like, you had found her in a game of hide-and-seek? Like, I had found her in a game of hide-and-seek. Oh, my gosh. But it wasn't, she wasn't a ghost. It, I, it honestly looked like a child was in the house. So she wasn't, she wasn't transparent. She wasn't see-through. Okay. It was just a flash of an actual person. She had a checkered dress. When I saw her, she did not have a hat. But I believe when Katie saw her, she said she had a hat on. But she also said she had this, like, plaid-ish dress. So you just saw this girl clear as day clear looking as day. back at you. I, it was like insane. a child had gotten into my house. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> there was another time where I had a sleepover. I want to say it was my junior year. And there were probably about eight of us, nine of us. And one of the girls woke us up at like 3.30 in the morning. 
she was she was hysterical. She had already called her mom to come get to her. come get her. And I live out in the middle of nowhere. And we were trying to we were like, hey, chill, like don't call your mom. She doesn't yeah. need to drive all the way out here. Right. She was like, I'm not staying here. She was like, the little girl won't leave me alone. Oh, and we were like in the basement, and it was like. What? And, like, that's no. all we could get her to say. That's all she, she said. She said she won't leave me alone. So I don't even know. And that girl never came back to my house again. She barely Horrified. ever talked to me again. And uh, I never got an answer of, like, what was she doing? What right. was happening? she poking was her? Was she just hanging out? Right. But that was, you know, I think I talked about it on the first episode, how, how it was interesting that, like, my mom and I have this sort of gift, and my dad and my sister kind of, like, don't necessarily have it. Right. Where we'd all four be in a room, and my mom and I could hear tiny footsteps upstairs, or like a giggle upstairs, mm-hmm. or like stuff shuffling upstairs, and we would look at each other and know that we were hearing something, and my sister and my father would hear nothing and say that right. we were crazy or making it up or whatever. Um, but So we always heard her... Just playing upstairs. Playing upstairs. But Jamie also Jeez. mentioned uh, um, the time... There was one time she was downstairs on the computer, and my mom yelled downstairs asking if she was okay. And she said yes. And then five minutes later, she yelled down the stairs again asking if I was okay. And again, I said yes, and she responded to her, like, I, I, I heard you crying. And Jamie's like, I'm just on the computer. Like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm not crying. Um, and then the next day, she was upstairs in her room, and the same thing happened with me. I came upstairs and knocked on her door and asked if she was okay. And she was like, yeah. And I came in. And uh, I was like, I, I heard you crying. Mm-hmm. And Jamie's a young girl. Right. So we could hear this little girl crying, and we just assumed it was Jamie, but it, it was... But it was never her. Jamie. It was little ghost girl. The interesting thing about this ghost girl, though, we built our house. Right. So where is she coming from? So where is she coming from? Who is she? I couldn't find any information about a house that was there before ours. Right. <clears throat> also, what was interesting is our house, like I said, it's it's three stories. Mm-hmm. She has only been seen on one half of the house. Hmm. So, like, the basement consisted of, like, say, left side was playroom, right side was family room. She was only seen in the playroom. And then the next floor was, you know, like, the kitchen and utility room. Utility room! Utility room. Good call. The kitchen and utility room and, like, living room. And then the other side was, like, dining room and parents bedroom she was only seen in the utility room and like that area and then i mean i guess the only exception is when i thought jamie was crying in her room because then once you go up a level there's my room where she's been seen Mm -hmm. and then there's jamie's room where she hasn't but you heard crying but we heard crying but i don't know maybe i heard it coming from upstairs so it could have been my room and i thought it was jamie's room but that's very interesting and i don't understand it why one half of the house and was she like a neighbor girl that just wandered into your house or yeah what what was on the land i don't know you guys i have to know i don't know her clothes weren't particularly dated i mean it was like a checkered dress and a sun hat so that's kind of dated no one my age was wearing that sure but um yeah i don't know who she is interesting strawberry blonde hair wow that is so cool yeah. I mean, it's creepy, but really cool at the same yeah. time. Just that so many people saw her. It's not just you and your sister or just you and you have this personal story. Like, this, the neighbors, the friends, everyone yeah. saw this girl. Yeah, everyone saw her. And everyone kind of knows about her. That mm-hmm. <laughs> stay the night at my house is like, is the little girl going to come? You know? Right. But, you know, especially because I always think it's important, like, 
for the sleepover, for example, the girl that called, I did not say anything about having a ghost in the house before yeah. that happened. Because if just, I had, that would be like, oh, well, she probably had a nightmare or, you Because know. of what you told her. Yeah. But, yeah, this girl clearly saw something and was horrified to yeah. the fact of saying, I will never stay here again. She never did. <laughs> oh, she man. barely talked to me for the rest of my I life. I want to know what the girl was doing to taunt her now. I know. So was she just like kind of there and it right. bothered her or was she, she messing with her. her? Right. It makes me think that she was playing with her. Yeah. Maybe pulling because her of hair, the, Because of her. the hide and seek situation that I had. Sure. Where, She's a playful little gal. Yeah. I think that's probably true. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. also hard to... I mean, this doesn't seem like a residual haunting. Mm-hmm. A residual haunting is when the same thing is kind of just being played out over and over again. So you think of, like, Civil War right. cemeteries mm-hmm. where you see soldiers just, like, marching. Yeah. That's just happening over and over again. But she was actually, like, kind of interacting. Right. It seemed like she was actually living in the house. And yeah. she wanted to come out to play every now and then, and different activities were happening. Which is time. very interesting. I know. Girl. <coughs> did Jamie, did your sister have any other stories? Um, she did, but I'm saving them. Oh, I love it. I'm saving them. We got uh, we have so many stories to cover. So I want you to tell me, did you have any any good ones sent in? Yeah, for sure. I mean, we sound like awful people because I'm about to read my sister's story too. <laughs> and I promise we don't only read family stories. Jamie and my sister Julia were the two were two of the first to send theirs in, and mm-hmm. we we're kind of going on a first come first serve. Or if someone's story was really long, we might be keeping it until next time since we chatted so much at the beginning. As yeah, we well. got some good. Um, but no, just know you guys if you. <clears throat> don't hear your story today you will next time we have so many and each time we do these ghost listener stories there will be plenty so i'm going to read my sister's right now she's been trying to get this one into an episode for a while because she just she has a lot of paranormal activity to share so my sister little backstory used to house it for my cousin's in back in peoria illinois where we're from so my cousins had this big mansion in our hometown, but then got called on work to move to China. They moved to Hong Kong and they were going to be in Hong Kong for a couple of years, but still wanted to keep their Peoria house because they always knew they would be coming back. And they did. They live there now, even though they're probably selling it again. But anyway, it's a tangent. But they are. So when they left, my sister lived in it, I think for about three years. So she lived in this huge mansion all to herself. It was kind of the sweetest deal. She was just required to, you know, keep it clean, take care of their cat that lived there. Their cat mittens stayed behind. So she took care of the cat. She had to pay a little bit of rent as well. I think she was paying for some utilities and internet and that stuff. But Yeah, honestly, a super sweet deal. And it was close to her work. So they were just kind of like, just take it, go for it. Okay, so she's living in this huge mansion. And also my cousins built it. Did she have like parties there? I don't want to like throw you under the bus, Especially because my cousins could listen at some point. She did. I think she, for the most part, would run it by my aunt. But there were probably some things that slipped under the radar. It's a beautiful big house, though. Oh gosh, um, she's thirty now. They've been back for a while. She was probably mid twenties, early oh, okay. to mid twenties. So you're, yeah, you're she, in she your. She wasn't like super irresponsible, but she was still totally. ready to party. But definitely what? wanted to party. Okay, so living in this big mansion, and same as you, this house was built by my cousin. So this was a brand right. new house, but I think it this land, this plot of land, it's very woodsy, so that's already kind of creepy, and we think for sure it's just one of those magnets for things. Something was going on there. Okay, so. 
The first creepy thing that happened was when my cousin Rachel was home from college. So she was actually staying with my sister in the house at this time. Normally my sister was there alone, as I said, but she had a cousin. My sister was in the downstairs bedroom with the TV on and my cousin was in the upstairs bedroom just hanging out in her room. My sister hears her name called like loud, clear as day. So she goes out to the bottom of the stairs and says, hey, Rachel, what do you want? And Rachel was like, I didn't say anything. I'm just sitting in my room. I didn't call your name. And she said this happened a couple of times where even if my cousin wasn't home, she would hear her name clear as day or she would hear a whisper while she was sleeping clearly in her ear saying, listen or wake up. And she granted could have been dreaming, but she said it happened so often that she felt like it was not just her mind playing tricks on her. And also the weird thing happening with hearing her name being called clear as day. She's like, this is a voice. It's, it's talking to me. Also, another creepy thing, the clock in the basement stopped one night at 3 a.m. when she was down there alone watching TV. The witching hour. It did not go beyond 3 a.m. And Mittens, the cat, was sitting behind the couch facing away from my sister just staring at the clock. And my sister would keep calling and clapping and saying, Mittens, Mittens, no matter how hard she tried to get the cat's attention, the cat would not look away from the clock stuck on 3 a.m., which is super, super creepy. Then, while she started dating her now husband, Alex, he would come and stay with her while she was living in this house. They were watching TV in the bedroom, and a candle lid from, like a lid from a big candle, flew off the dresser in the room. No one was near it. No windows were open. Nothing was going on except they were laying in bed and watching TV, and the candle lid just flew off the dresser and was sitting on the floor. So that came out of the blue, freaked the crap out of both of them. Um, And then her last story takes place in her now home somewhere else. So this is out of the mansion, but just another creepy story. I think my sister is just one of those people similar to you that paranormal activity kind of follows because things happened to her in our childhood too that she could talk about. But anyway, so this is a couple years later in her home with her husband. Um, Her husband, Alex's dad, passed away in 2013. And one night Alex was really missing him and was openly talking about it, just saying, hey, I really miss my dad. I've been thinking about him a lot. And that night he had a dream that he was playing guitar with his dad. And he heard a crash mid-dream that woke both of them up out of a dead sleep. So they both went downstairs to investigate and the guitar had fallen down their stairs onto the ground. They have like five stairs leading to their basement. It's like a half basement. Um, The guitar had fallen down the stairs and it was propped up in a way against a dresser that there is no way it could fall down the stairs unless someone picked it up like out of the stand and moved it so it's it's pretty much impossible um so the the guitar completely fell down the stairs by itself and they think for sure it was alex's dad and it's tied into the dream somehow which is kind of a cool thing like his dad visited them but obviously scared the living daylights out of them and also their cat tig he's this adorable little siamese nugget Um, He would stare at random places on their ceiling and be tracking something that they could not see at all. Alex and Julia would both look to the ceiling and the cat would just be looking back and forth, back and forth, like a light or a laser. They think it's Alex's dad? They think it's probably Alex's dad. Um, It doesn't seem like it's anything sinister. They've never had the feelings of anything being evil. But yeah, his dad passed away in 2013. And since she's been living with Alex... 
creepy things have kind of been happening or weird movements. You so. and your sister both married an Alex? We both married a man named Alex. <laughs> have I never told you that before? I mean, I know I've met your hilarious. sister's husband. I just never put two and two together. Oh, yeah. It's so weird. And I have a best friend named Alex whose ghost story I might read today. So it's Alex Galore. What is with you? I don't know. It's really strange. And um, my cousin... A cousin who lived in Haunted Mansion is dating a guy very seriously named Alex as well. So it's it's all kinds of weird. Maybe. Maybe. The Alex the thing Alex is thing meaningful. Is meaningful. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but it could be. I well, know. I think that's interesting that um, the guitar fell while, like during his having a dream of playing a guitar with, with his, his dad. With his dad. Exactly. I it think it's hands think down his dad. His dad was there. Mm-hmm. That's why he had the dream. Right. And then, I don't know if his dad... Maybe knocked it. He was trying to it. put the guitar back carefully yeah. and knocked yeah. it down Or maybe he was like, oh, he's up, he's up. Oh, wait, no, he's he away. crashed and that's what woke him up. Yeah, right. I don't know. I mean, I told you this story last week. Uh, we weren't recording, but it really upset you. <coughs> oh, about gosh. Um, Mercutio. Oh, my uh, snake. crawling on you. <laughs> my snake Ooh. one time in college. Uh, Carrie was over last week when we did the serial killer episode and... And she was like, does he ever get out? Like, meaning, like, does he ever get out on accident? And I was like, no, 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 his his cage is secure. I was like, oh, but there was one time in in college when I I took a nap or I was asleep. I was sleeping on my futon for whatever reason in the living room next to Mark's cage. And I had several dreams, uh, or maybe it was just one long dream, but I had a dream that he was crawling all over me. Um, And uh, when I woke up, he was he wasn't in his cage, and uh, I was hysterical. I was looking all over the place. I didn't find him for hours. I ended up finding him curled up. I thought he got out and he was gone forever, and I was so devastated. But he ended up curling up uh, with the wires um, attached to like my TV because it was warm. So I found him. He's fine. But um, <laughs> I know now that while I was asleep, he had gotten out and. Probably, obviously, crawled all over me. Slithered across your sleeping body like the asshole that he is. I know, and you and Carrie were like, no! Like, stop telling this story, it's horrifying. Me and Carrie were so grossed out, and Ashley was just nonchalantly like, yeah, my snake was crawling all over me, and I wanted to scream and cry. I'm looking at Mercutio right now. He's just chilling, sleeping in his cave. He's in his little cave. At least he doesn't make sounds like the cat. The cats have been really well behaved. As soon as we said that, (laughs) Gabby... Passed out. She's asleep. She's dead asleep right and now. And Penny, like, scampered away. Hightailed it. She was like, <laughs> that is boring. <laughs> you guys are just doing a podcast. <laughs> I want no part of that. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, that's my sister. I think paranormal stuff definitely follows her, but I like the stories well, I don't know about if Alex's it follows dad. her, if it's just that she is more sensitive to it. Sure, which could definitely be true because I do think the house, my cousin's big house, had some things going on with it. I do, I want to know the history of the land because it seems like yeah. it could absolutely be creepy and it's in that uh, weird they, wooded area. Do you know, have they had any experiences there? I believe one of my cousins has. I'll have to get the story for next time, but I think only one or two of them has seen something. I don't think my yeah. aunt and uncle have ever seen anything, nor, or if they did, they, they wouldn't really anything. believe it or they, well, I think they try to think of a logical explanation. For the next listener ghost Find stories. Find out more of the haunted yeah, mansion. I want to know more of this haunted mansion. Also, for sure. I want Super a picture creepy. of this mansion. I know, it's Just so nice. I like mansions. I know. It's, they're the, like, only family member I have that I know I can walk into the house and just be like, oh, this is how the other half lives. <laughs> like, it's just so lovely. My Uncle Tony's but, like that. Every time I go over there, I'm like, 
wouldn't it be nice? <laughs> you just hum it to yourself yeah. every time. I know. It's, it's so like, lovely. We're related. It's not by blood, but it's fine. I'm still, <laughs> still part feels of this, super kinda. special. <laughs> yeah, and my sister in her early to mid 20s got to live in that That's house. That's insane. Sweetest I would have written like the scariest horror novel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hands down. Or like maybe I wouldn't because I'm super lazy. Because <laughs> then when you really thought about doing it, you'd just go to sleep instead. I have a crazy story. This was told to me uh, by a childhood friend of mine, Mallory. Hi, Mallory. Hey, Mallory. Thank you for sending in a story. She was, I think she was a year younger than me or two. She was in between me and Jamie. I but anyways, that. Mallory sent me this story. So she was saying this is her third grade year, and it was Christmas Eve. Oh. So this is actually a Christmas episode. Woo! We're not airing Just until December. Ding, 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 dong, ding. Oh, wow. Anyway. She said, my house has a pretty open floor plan on the main floor where my bedroom is. So they used to have me sleep in their room. Their parents is who she's talking about here. Um, they used to have me sleep in their room in the basement on Christmas Eve so they could wake up early, arrange the presents from Santa before uh, she woke up Christmas morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, she woke up and the sun was shining in through the sliding door and she instantly sat up because she knew what day it was. Uh, but before she could do anything, she heard something that sounded like lightning and everything went pitch black for a split second. And then when it, and then everything was normal. Uh, right afterwards, and there was this small naked man, about four feet tall, that was floating above the bed, above her. Nope. Uh, She said the nudity was terrifying, because she'd never seen a naked man before. How old was she? She was in third grade. So nine? nine. Then she put in a note, like, her parents sheltered the hell out of her growing up, so she had never seen... I mean, I hadn't seen a naked man by nine, either. I don't think so, either. I mean, I watched some crazy shit. Right. Terminator is the closest thing I came. But you yeah, but see, you didn't like, see full see frontal peep. So she said the nudity was terrifying, but she wasn't focused on that so much as his face. Uh, she said it wasn't ugly, but his eyes were just completely black. Yeah. He didn't say anything to her at all. He just floated and stared and eventually put his hand out and made like a come here motion. And the exact same way it started, she heard a loud crack like lightning and everything went black. And then when things returned to normal, she was still sitting in the same position, so she swears she wasn't dreaming. And uh, she said, my parents used to take pictures of me coming up the stairs every year, and that year they took pictures of me screaming and sobbing. Uh, It took her a while to even pay any attention to the tree. She said, I can't sleep in the house by myself, and I can't sleep on that level of the house at all to this day. Wow. Uh, Scariest shit ever. I don't even know if this counts as a ghost. Um, yes, it does. Um, the, here's a picture of her, like, after she kind of, she's still crying, but she's realizing that she's not gonna die. Oh, she's wiping <laughs> tears away. Like, well, it is Christmas, well, after, after all. all, Santa did come. Oh, the cutest little face is staring back <laughs> at me right now, listeners. She's so cute, but clearly still a little upset. Yeah. Shoot, I would be traumatized forever. <coughs> I couldn't imagine. I asked her, um, uh, do you know, did, uh, did your parents build the house? Mm-hmm. Or did you move in? She actually said that her parents moved into, it was a little fishing shack, basically, before it was, she was born. 
And then they transformed it into the house that it is now. Okay. She said there used to be this really old bell by her parents' uh, screened-in porch that was black, like in the yard, I think, that always creeped her out, but she doesn't know anything Okay. about it. The bell could have some significance, though, for mm-hmm. sure. A creepy black bell. Yeah. Damn. So that story is uh, fucking terrifying. Um, absolutely horrifying, Mallory, and I don't know how you're an okay person today, <laughs> because I would be messed up forever, probably. Yeah. I'm a huge scaredy cat, so I Well, she had said right. that her, uh, our friend, but hers more so, obviously, Courtney, like, refuses to stay there. It's totally freaked out. So I reached out to Courtney, and I haven't heard anything yet, but as soon as I hear from Courtney, I want to see if she has any, like, personal experiences there yeah. that she can recount, but... To me, that sounds like something malevolent. Yes. To be floating above the bed and the nudity is the definitely nudity, The nudity, the dark eyes. Yeah. The dark eyes, I forgot about that detail. That for sure sounds like something evil. Um, do you think it could be demonic? Do you think? Could it be Santa's elves? Yes. Santa's evil demonic elves. Have you seen... What's that? Uh, Rare Exports? No. What? Okay, first of all, watch Rare Exports. It's incredible. Is it a Christmas movie? Yeah. A yes. Christmas horror movie? Yeah. Okay. Yes, but it's uh, it's a foreign film. I think it's Swedish. I love foreign horror films. They're Swedish so much better than American about horror About the real Santa Claus. Klaus. Oh my gosh, I'm in. It's that should be a movie incredible. night that we have with wine that we videotape yes, and send to our yes, listeners. Yes, <laughs> Hands down. Christmas edition. Christmas edition. Aw, man, we have to wait like a whole year. Yeah. Well, yeah, whatever. this is the Christmas episode. That's true. That's in a ring ding ding ring ring a ding dong ding I'm just going to fake out that song so I can hear you do that part. It's my favorite part. It's kind of like the backup vocals, but it's where I shine the most. (laughs) Um, But I had asked Mallory if she had had any other experiences, and she did say that nothing at all like that. Okay. Um, That was like the, you know. That was the worst. That was the tip top of her paranormal experience. But she has said that she's had a couple other things happen before, especially when... Uh, especially at night when sleeping. Yeah. And I do think that there's something about, <clears throat> I mean, we, we are going to have an episode about sleep paralysis, night terrors, sleepwalking, etc. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> just to say briefly, there is something about that moment between like sleeping and awake mm-hmm. when you're drifting off that I feel like you are more susceptible. You don't have like your, 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 barriers up or you don't yeah. have like you're not fully there you're not ready to like <laughs> you're slipping into a different state in your mind yeah. and so i think you're able to pick up on more paranormal things which yeah i fully agree i think that is why so many things happen at night when you're when you're know, sleeping or when you're bed, kind of in you know? and out of consciousness and it's really hard too because you could easily say oh well they had a dream right and it's like well i know when i'm a i'm dreaming yeah exactly I think there's so many times where I wake up, I'm like, hands down, that was a nightmare. I know what's real. I can see this as my reality and what I just slipped out of was a dream. But there have been moments where I swear a presence is with me. It's a tangible thing or it's a person I see clear as day. Like I have those events happen as well. They're much more rare. But when I tell someone about them, of course, it's 
Just, Immediately. You were dreaming. Yeah, you were like, dreaming. Well, Shut up. Like, I swear. <laughs> I was about to fall asleep. I swear this person was right there. And I just, I don't know. I think it's a completely different feeling. Yeah. It's, it's a very strange thing. Yeah. Yeah. Or just waking up, too, in her case. Oh, yeah. Just oh. waking up. Not, what a great way to wake up. Christmas, Christmas morning. Christmas morning. Here's a new Third grade. Devil man. Here's your first penis. She said, <laughs> poor thing. Mallory, I'm so sorry. <laughs> So wait, you said, oh yeah, and you said he was only about four feet tall. Yeah, she said it was like a small man. So totally Santa's evil demonic elves. Could be. That's what I'm thinking. I think we solved it. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome, listeners. Was that all from Mallory? Yes, that was that was her whole story. That was a good one. I know. Creepy what as the fuck. flip is happening there? <laughs> I don't like it one bit. Okay, I have a listener story. From our fan and friend Alex in female Alex, as we've been talking about. Too many. All the males that we've married in my family. Um, This is female Alex. She has been my friend since I was seven years old. So we, yeah, we go way back. She's great. And she has had quite a lot of paranormal activity in her life as well. She actually has some sleep paralysis experience. So when we do have that episode, we're definitely going to read another story from you, gal. Oh my gosh, you see the amount of saliva that's exiting. <laughs> all over my computer screen. It might break from the amount of liquid that's You're on gonna it. You're going to need a new computer. A new oh, that was horribly disgusting. Okay. So, Alex was sleeping over at her boyfriend's house. He lived in kind of an older house um, just down the street from where Alex and I both lived. We were neighbors, which is why we were such good friends growing up. And we lived in the older neighborhoods of Peoria, Illinois. So houses were... 80 to 100 years old, definitely could have some history behind them. Her boyfriend also lived in one of these old houses just down the street. So this is in high school, I believe, or just after high school. She's sleeping over at her boyfriend's. He had two roommates, and his room was at the top of the stairs. Like, right when you got to the top of the stairs, if you were standing in the doorway, you were looking into his room. It was the first thing you saw. And his bed faced the top of the stairs. You would see someone as soon as they appeared at the top. So one night, after watching a movie, they both fell asleep, but Alex was woken up in the middle of the night, again, what we've been talking about, and there was someone standing in the doorway, right at the top of the stairs. She thought it was one of the other roommates, Cody, and he was just sleepwalking, so she was a little calm at first. I mean, startled that there was a person, but was trying to think of a logical situation in her head. He was wearing nothing but red plaid boxers and had dark curly hair, just like Cody, the roommate, so she brushed it off. But then after sitting there, staring at this figure and thinking about it for a moment, she realized this person was too tall and lanky to be Cody because he was a little shorter. So her mind starts racing. She starts thinking, I love this part. She starts to think of the first scene in The Sixth Sense where the crazy man breaks into Bruce Willis's house and shoots him. And she thinks, this is what's happening. This crazy mental patient just (laughs) broke in. He's in his boxers and I'm for sure about to get murdered, which I would have had that exact same thought. So she's sitting there sort of panicking, just frozen of not knowing what to do. And while she's sitting there and processing and thinking, her boyfriend asleep next to her starts to frantically stir in the bed and come out of his sleep. And it seems like he's quickly trying to find the remote and turn the TV to another channel because the movie they had been watching, the screen was just blank from the movie ending and it was just kind of that glowing effect. So he's starting to get flustered and freak out. And Alex assumes he's spotted the stranger standing in the doorway and that's why he is beginning to panic. But as soon as he grabs the remote and the TV light comes on, it lights up the whole room and the person standing in the doorway just vanishes. And so Alex takes a minute to collect herself and realize what just happens, turns to her boyfriend and said, did you just see that? Did you see what just happened? Did you see that person? He goes, see what? 
and rolls over and goes to sleep. So Alex is just sitting there alone again, cool. freaking out. I don't. She didn't say if she went back to sleep or not. I assume probably not. I assume she hasn't slept since. She's just having a full-blown panic attack. <laughs> um, the next day, she asks her boyfriend if he remembers freaking out the night before, what was going on with him. And he said he had been having a nightmare that something evil was inside the house. He was outside and Alex was trapped inside. And I put after this, ooh. (laughs) So Alex then describes to him what she had just seen the night before. And her boyfriend says, I've seen something similar. I've seen a person standing in the doorway in just shorts and nothing else. She had said boxers, but close enough. And he had thought it was their other roommate, Charlie, and he was just sleepwalking. So they both thought it was one of the roommates, but not even the same one. So that begs the question, did the person look different to both of them? Was it the same guy? And they were just perceiving him differently? Or what the hell is going on? But they've both seen a figure. Did the roommates have a history of sleepwalking? No. I mean, both roommates were talked to. Neither of them were sleepwalkers. Neither of them remember consciously going up there. Nothing. So they both just seen this shirtless man in shorts of some kind standing there. I really think that dream is super interesting. Yeah, I think he was outside of the house and she was trapped inside because he was asleep. Mm -hmm. And she was awake going through this. I I wonder if he was evil. He seemed all right. Yeah, I mean, she said he was just standing there <laughs> and standing nothing there was happening, boxes. but it is weird that the boyfriend said specifically, <clears throat> I felt that like something, something evil was in the house, and his body was, like, convulsing as he was waking up, and I think, she thinks he was waking up to turn the TV to another channel so he could have light, because he had woken up from the dream and was flipping out, and so right. it was just like, turn a light on, and so she thinks that's why he was, like, scrambling for the remote, but... Yeah, he had no idea the figure was standing there. He was just coming out of a panic dream. And then she told him that, and he has seen the same thing. And then the last straw on top of it all was Alex found out that another girlfriend before her had also slept in that room before Alex started dating this guy. Ooh, I bet that did not sit well. (laughs) After they got done fighting about the girlfriend. (laughs) No, um, but the girl had slept up in that room by herself and had a freak out because she had heard someone walking around in the room when all the lights were off and she was definitely positively in the room alone. Like, the boyfriend was not there. The roommates weren't there. She was there sleeping, probably waiting for him to get home from work or something. She was definitely alone, and she heard footsteps and had a panic attack and refused to sleep in there anymore. So Weird. before Alex even came into the situation, there was a panicked girlfriend who saw some activity Was the panicked well. girlfriend's named Alex, too? <laughs> Everyone's named Alex in this story. <laughs> it's like a Rick and Morty episode where everyone's <laughs> name is Alex. Except That's for exactly us. <laughs> it. Except for the two of us. Well, I have a story from uh, Alex. I'm just kidding. I don't oh my gosh. I, do, I thought you were on. serious and I was no, about to cry. On. If I do, I'm reading it. Yeah, you have to. It's the no, only way this episode will no, be. No, I okay. don't have any Alex stories, which is kind of a bummer. Such a bummer. <laughs> well, I think it's interesting that the the stories that we chose to tell today all seem like they're all, none of them are, well, maybe the last one. No, but the, the dream doesn't make sense. I was going to say they all seem like they're not just residual hauntings. Mm-hmm. These all seem like something's interacting with a person. Right, I agree. Even though the guy at the top of the stairs was just standing there, but I feel like... Was he standing and looking into the room? Yeah, they were just in? like peering in at them. I don't know if they could see the eyes. Both of them described like long hair kind of hanging in the face. So I don't know if you could see the eyes. Hmm. But yeah, just a shirtless man hanging out. 
I wish there had been more interaction, so I want to know what did he want. Right. But the purpose? dream is what makes me think that that it wasn't just I know I'm, you're fired. I am kicking things and I'm worse than the cats. At <laughs> you're this worse point. than the cats. We're so worried about the cats and, it's and all my me. bronchitis. And really, it's, you're really ruining just Lauren. It. I know because earlier I tried to move my shoes in a direction; they squeaked. I don't know if it made it onto the microphone, but if it did, I'm amplifying it just to embarrass you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, everyone. But what do you think about? Okay, so we're skeptics. We've already discussed this. Mm-hmm. Do you think they are ghosts of people who have died? I do. That is my belief. Yeah. I think it's someone who has died either on the property, near the property, or just has a person who died who has a connection to that house in some way. They might not necessarily have been the one that lived there, but they are connected to it somehow. There are some stories that I read, and we didn't really read any today. Maybe we will next time, that make me believe that it was someone who passed away. Especially when you hear stories about people saying, like, oh, there's a woman and she was crying. Mm-hmm. No, but that doesn't... I don't know. Or or people that say they see ghosts who have, like, actual, like, injuries. Right. You know what and I mean? It seems like, like ghosts that was that, the like, way they could have died. Had one arm or, like, right. some crazy thing. It's sort of like... That confirms okay, you yeah. probably died. Maybe they died here. Yeah, the woman crying actually <clears throat> doesn't if she died. I mean, it no, could be she's mourning the loss of her life yeah, and wishing she was still on There's a theory that but. I really love, um, and Andrew brought it up, too. Andrew, you're our boy. You're the best. You're the best. <laughs> love you. Uh, Andrew brought it up to me. Theory that, well, you know, time is not a straight line. Mm-hmm. In fact, a lot of people think, listeners, you are not going to be able to see what I'm about to do with my hand, but a lot of people <laughs> think time is like this. Her finger's going all over the damn place. Like, almost like a a squiggly, really squiggly line, right? Yeah. So, if time is in, I'm going to draw a diagram for y'all and be like, at minute, you know, 60. Check out the diagram. Check out this diagram of Ashley's finger. Um, (laughs) So, if we're at this point in time, Uh and say 1840 is at this point in time. Uh-huh. It the dimension almost is like closer mm-hmm. to us, which would explain to me residual hauntings. Right. You're just seeing it cuz for some reason that moment in time is is closer to our the dimension, the universe, the whatever that we are in, mm-hmm. and that's why you keep seeing that happen. So we're seeing it, if we're seeing, like you said, soldiers marching through a cemetery, yeah. are we seeing it as it's happening, as it's happening. then? Okay. I, I like that But even, that you know, like the, um, you know, if you live in a house where you constantly hear footsteps going up the stairs, mm-hmm. that would make sense if you did not, if you built that house, mm-hmm. it wouldn't quite make sense. Right. Because those stairs weren't there yeah. before. So who, but if what you are they walking did, not if you moved into the house, if it's just a residual, like that's happening at a different time, mm-hmm. and you're just happening, you just you just happen to hear it now. Someone who lived so they're in that not house dead, oh. they're alive at the same time you are. I like that. Theory. There was a really cool, <clears throat> there was a really cool episode of Ghost Hunters 
Did you ever watch Ghost Hunters? I did. Okay, so the first like five ish seasons before they get all sticky mm-hmm. are actually They're pretty wonderful. Good. My sister and I some, would always yeah, watch there them. There are some episodes, and it's not always like, do you hear that? They don't make yeah. shit up. They will sometimes have episodes where they go and they're like, it's not haunted. Your kid needs attention. Like, give right. her more attention. Yeah, they're honest about they're, it. They're pretty honest. That show, that particular one, the original Ghost Hunters mm-hmm. series is pretty cool. All the spinoffs and other crazy things are yeah, just... not so much. But, a little bit um, of garbage. But there was one episode that was really cool. I don't think it was the Queen Mary, but it was some sort of ship like that. They okay. were investigating. It was a ship that now... You know, you could stay the night in. Mm-hmm. I'll have to look it up. Maybe it was the Queen Mary. <clears throat> but they went, they were doing an EVP session, and they went into this room that was notoriously haunted. Mm-hmm. And they went into this room, and they were saying, like, hi, are you, are you here? Are you with us? Are you here right now? And they got on the EVP. They could kind of hear it in the room, but they couldn't quite make out what she was saying. But on the EVP, when you play it back, the conversation is bonkers. Because they're like, hi, uh, are you here? Are you with us? And she's like, yes. And they're like, are you in here with us? And she's like, of course I'm here. Where are you? So it was like she was at whatever time hearing these voices in her room going like, no who is in here? Like, I'm freaking out. Wow. That's insane. So it could be that she has died. Her spirit is stuck there, and she is confused as to who all the humans who are. Who these walking people around. are in her home, or she is just living her life in you Another know time. 1830, and she's hearing these voices voices in her room as well as they're living life at the same yeah. time. I love that theory, <coughs> and to be honest, have never really entertained that theory until the way you just explained it. Which, this is the first time it's ever made sense to me. Because I've definitely heard people talk about that before. You know, time is all over the place. We understand it to be in a straight line. But, like, we could be living at the same time as something in 1800. And I, yeah, yeah, I've never heard a story told that way. And I would love to see that episode and hear that woman's voice. Yeah, I feel I'll have like to look it up. You could probably hear the honesty and sincerity she in her voice. Like, of, of course I'm here. Where what? are you? Like, like, I'm just living my life. Who are you? <laughs> oh man, I like that. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, because I have but, just always been completely confident in they are dead. They're, they're dead. haunting this place. Mm-hmm. They can't get out. Their spirit is trapped. But that theory doesn't quite work when the ghosts or whatever it is are interacting with you physically. Right. Like the candle uh, mm. lid that got candle thrown across the room. On. Yeah. Or the guitar falling down falling the stairs. Falling down the stairs. Mm-hmm. Or, sorry, I'm real snotty. It's okay. It happens to all of us. <laughs> You're going to get through I'm this. real full of snot. I think we have snot. time for the ghost story, that, the ghost that followed me story. Oh, then because girl, that get it. story is the that's the one thing that made me question my theory of like time is just happening all at once and right. like we're just it's just this was the only thing that made me go okay no then how do you explain how do you this? explain this shit right I'll try and make it brief but um basically when I moved to Los Angeles. I moved into an apartment in Hollywood with uh, two really good friends of mine, Michael and Ben. And it was probably, it was probably like the third day we were there. Like we hadn't lived there for very long. 
<clears throat> we were still exploring the place. My parents had stayed for a couple days to make sure we they helped us move out, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And they left. So it was probably like the third or fourth day we lived there. <clears throat> and I was in the bathroom. And I was just doing my hair. And at the time, I thought Michael came up behind me. I felt him walk up behind me. And he spoke to me. And we had a conversation And the conversation was so mundane that I don't even remember what it was. It was literally something like, what are you doing? Uh, I'm getting ready. Like, or I'm doing my hair. Mm -hmm. And it was like, what are you doing with your hair? I'm curling it. What are you doing? It was just a quick exchange. And, you know, I said, what are you doing? And he didn't answer me. And I heard him walk away. And I felt him leave my from behind me in in the bedroom area. Mm -hmm. And I repeated myself, like, what are you doing? And then I put down my curling iron to be like, why are you going to walk away in the middle of our conversation? So I walked out into the living room to be like, hey, what are you doing? And I was alone in the apartment. Oh, my gosh. No one else was there. So that was very weird. But I still kind of thought that he was talking to me, walked away in the middle of talking to me, and, like, left. Just like, I still was kind of like, oh, he just left. Him and Ben came back about, I don't know, five minutes later, pretty soon after. And uh, and I was like, where were you guys? And they were like, oh, we went down. We were checking out, like, the, the laundry room situation and, like, the mail situation. And we walked down the street to this guy selling fruit and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you walked away, like, right when I was talking to you. And Michael's Michael was like, so confused. Mm, nope. And I was like, I was just talking to you like five minutes ago. He's like, we've been gone for like 20 minutes. Oh my gosh, so who was, was like, talking to you? Okay. But again, that could still be residual. Could have been someone having a conversation with uh, someone else. Right. But that's when weird stuff started happening in the apartment. So we had a dresser. Michael and I shared a room. We had a dresser that was like, I don't know, four or five drawers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a flat top, as most dressers are. And I had, like, a jewelry box on top of the dresser, and I would constantly put my jewelry in the jewelry box or on top of the jewelry box. Mm-hmm. My jewelry started, the the regular jewelry that I wore, like, every day started showing up in the second drawer down. Mm-hmm. And the way we had it was Michael had the top drawer, I had the second, he had the third, I had the fourth, etc. Uh-huh. And that was my, like, underwear drawer, my undergarment drawer. And the jewelry kept showing up in the drawer. Mm-hmm. How, why? How and why? I don't understand it. It was constantly, I would go to get, after a while, I would go to get my jewelry, and it wouldn't be there, and I would immediately go to the drawer and find it. You just got so used to it. And then there came a point, I lived there for a year, there came a point where I would just go to the drawer and grab my jewelry, because I knew it wouldn't be on top. Even though you set it on top Even though I put it on top. And again, did that you ever could ask be, Michael like <clears throat> yeah. what you doing with yeah. my jewelry? And he could have been Michael, but he said no. And um, why would he? And why would he? What is That's the point? Such of a that? strange thing, right? Also, this thing would always again like kind of pretend to be Michael. Mm-hmm. Like Michael, we were dating at the time, so we we shared a bed, and we would the way we would lay in bed. If he had to get up and go to the bathroom, he needed to walk around to the foot of the bed, around to my side, and then go into the restroom. Okay. And there would constantly be nights, not constantly. This happened like twice, but it was big enough to be like ah, where he would get up, walk around the bed to go to the bathroom, and it would kind of stir me a little bit, so I'd wake up a little, 
And then I would, in my sleep, I wear contacts, I'm blind, so I can't see shit. I'm with you, girl. Um, but in my sleep, some, Michael, what I would think is Michael, would come out of the ba- bathroom, walk around the bed, and get into bed with me. And I could mm-hmm. feel the weight of his body get into the bed. Sure. And then Michael would come out of the bathroom. And come And I would jump out of the bed, because something else just got into bed. Oh my gosh, that is ugh, things started the most to es- horrifying. Yeah, things started to escalate pretty bad when I decided I was moving. Uh, Michael and I went through a really rough patch, so we weren't doing very well. Um, <clears throat> and uh, we were fighting, and it was just kind of bad energy, bad blood, bad, you know. And we were trying to work it out, and I was moving in with Robin. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were moving to Van Nuys, and things just started to escalate. Um, we had, one day we came home, and the coffee pot was broken. Mm. Like, the the actual pot had somehow ended up on the floor. It was shattered. And was shattered. So we cleaned it up. I don't remember if we came home and saw it like that, or if we woke up and saw it like that, but no one was around for the actual crash of the coffee pot. Okay. We cleaned it up. We go out. I don't know, that day, maybe the next day, to get a new coffee pot from, like, Ross Mm -hmm. or Target or whatever. Good old Ross. Get a new coffee pot, take it home, and literally fill it up with water and, like, put the pot in to start brewing, and I turn around and... And Michael was looking at me at the time and just went white, and he saw it come out. Yes, slide right out and just crash on the floor again. Did he say it was, like, the most terrifying yeah, thing he just, he's ever seen? I don't yeah. know how I would react to that. He just he just went white. He was like, it just it just flew out. Oh, <laughs> my God. Um, there was another time where me and uh, this was also, I was moving, so I had a bunch of boxes packed. And me and my friend Matt were uh, watching, t- we were either watching TV or we were, we were sitting on the couches. And the couches kind of made, like, a little... L-shape, V-shape-esque around the TV, and I had a bunch of boxes behind the TV. Uh And we were talking about, like, the weird stuff that was happening there, and uh, we hear, like, a thump and then a s. And we went to look, and one of the boxes had actually moved. It sounded like someone kicked a box, and it, like, slid across the floor. And it just moved out of its place, Mm -hmm. completely on its own. So I move to Van Nuys, which is how many miles away from Hollywood? What, 15, 20 more? No, no I think, 15. I would say like 10 or 15. I don't yeah. think it's that far from Hollywood. I don't Hollywood. think so either. Yeah. It just feels like it's that far yeah, from Yeah, it feels like an eternity <laughs> away. It takes but... so long to get there. <laughs> takes probably an hour and a half to get there. So I move into this new place. I'm there for probably a month. And my jewelry starts showing up two drawers down from my dresser. In the new place. In the new place. Michael's new not there to do it. Michael's Say we were blaming there. Michael before. Say we're blaming Michael. Oh, no. It's different dresser. Can't. It's a dresser built into the wall. It's not even like... Oh, this wasn't even the same dresser? No, it's a different I can't dresser. breathe. I can't handle this. Nope. I would put the jewelry box in the jewelry. I wasn't ready for this. And all of a sudden, like a month or so after living there, I would check the drawer and my jewelry would be in the drawer. Nope. Stop Not it. only that, there was one night when Robin woke me up. Cause man in her room. So we went around the apartment like no a bunch of girls there. with you know like 
pan. <coughs> you should always have a pot like or a, a pan in Like a spatula and a pan or something. There's no one there. Oh, no. That I can't explain. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. The time theory doesn't make sense for that story. Right. I agree. Because he, he or it or whatever was was actually manipulating the things in my space. Mm-hmm. And it was almost as though he was specifically doing it for me. Yeah, it seems like he was targeting you 100%. And he was never really... I mean, I guess like you could say that like breaking the coffee pot and, you know, kicking the box, that could be seen as something malicious, but I was never hurt or anything. Yeah, I don't know that it was malicious, <laughs> but I feel like he was maybe annoyed with you or something. It's annoyed like, it's little or... things of just being like, uh, get yeah. out of my space. Or kind Blech. of like obsessed with me. Or, yeah, he could have been in love with you and trying to get your attention. <laughs> mm, mm. So flattering. But I remember <laughs> I was so hottie? freaked out. I like called my mom to be like, hey, so... Have I ever had an imaginary friend that was, like, a dude, <laughs> that, like, 40-something-year-old dude? And she was like, uh, I don't know. Probably I was like, not. okay, cool. Because in my head, I was like, oh, paranormal activity. He's been following me my whole life. He's a fucking demon. Right. And pretty soon I'm going to die. But as far as I can remember... My first apartment in Hollywood is where it started. So he found you in Hollywood and thought, I like this gal. I like this gal. I'm going to follow her to Van Nuys. Followed me to Van Nuys somehow. And that wasn't even, you know, a couple more things happened there. It would always, uh, our water faucets would turn on. Nope. You'd be sitting in the living room and you'd hear water running. And by the time you got back, it was always in my bathroom, which was the furthest bathroom away. By the time you got back there, the sink would be wet, but the the faucet faucet would be off. stopped. See, this guy's messing with He's you. Ki- he was kind of messing with me. But not not trying to hurt you, like you said. I don't think um, he was there to attack you. And then uh, I saw him once. Did you see him in a chair? I saw him okay, in yeah, the I chair. Thought. I remember this. It was this. such a weird experience because it didn't phase me at all. It was like I was going through the living room with my laundry basket to go out and like do my laundry. And I walked through the living room and I kind of looked in. And I saw him there, and I was like, huh. And I just kept walking, and it wasn't until I got out of the apartment that I was like, holy shit. And I, like, put my laundry basket down. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And, like, went right back in. And, of course, there's nothing there. But it was just so strange that I, like, it's almost as though I had lived with him for two years. Mm -hmm. And when I saw him, it was just kind of like, oh, hey. Hey, dude. Hi. Thanks for hanging out. What's up? Oh, my gosh. And we think his name is Ben. Why is that? Because I had this silly app on my phone for a while, and it was like a ghost finder. Oh my app. gosh, I remember this. Do you remember? Yeah, because we would ask it. We would ask questions. it questions. Yeah, and it would. It was like a little blip, 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 like sonar, and it would mm-hmm. show you where there were hot spots. It was so ridiculous. Right. It wasn't real, ladies. No, and gents. it was not real. I don't think. I don't know how it could be, but it wasn't real. But, uh, we, and, and occasionally a word would pop up and it would be like, house, mm-hmm. bird, you know <laughs> what I mean? It was like, cool, that's weird. All right. So we tried it one night, uh, me and my boyfriend at the time tried it one night and, uh, we were trying to contact specifically this spirit that was following me mm-hmm. and, uh, the answers it was giving us, I don't remember exactly what they were, but they all made sense. It was sort of like... It was like house, fire, um, trapped, 
Mm. And I was like, oh my God, were you, did you die in a fire? Like, what was the year? And the, the year was like something like nine. And it was like, that's not a year. Okay, that didn't um, work out. You know what I mean? But uh, it was kind of answering us. And we were moving around the apartment. And uh, we it said bedroom. Creepy. So we were like, are you in the bedroom? And it said bedroom again. And I was like, it never repeated words. So I was like, I think it's in the bedroom. So we started walking towards the bedroom and it said, Ben, 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 over and over, over and over. The closer we got to the bedroom, the more I was saying, Ben, 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 It's like a metal detector basically saying, and then eventually I was like, I can't. And I ran away. I would have chucked the phone at the wall. I turned the, I deleted the app and I turned it off, but we, we've always called him Ben ever since then. Oh, it's for sure Ben after hearing that story. Ben died in a fire? Ben died in a fire in year nine. Year nine. nine, And uh, he's trapped in the house. The year of nine. It's when all those house (laughs) fires swept across the nation. (laughs) Wow. That's definitely his name. You had Ben hanging Mm -hmm. out with you. But you haven't seen Ben in this current Ben did not uh, move Stopped at Van Nuys. Decided to hang out. I wonder if... Whoever's inhabiting the Van Nuys apartment has seen Ben. I think Robin still lives there. Oh, we need to check in with her. Yeah. I'm going to see if Goodness she's seen gracious. anything. Maybe he did. Maybe he hasn't found me yet. Yeah, he's probably like, where's my girl? Where's my girl at? <laughs> where's Ash? Where's Ash? We're, We're besties. I know he's called you Ash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's that's insane. Very strange. I'm glad. However, when I moved story. into this apartment, I burnt a ton of sage and like. You're trying to bring was, the good vibes. I like, yeah, I just needed some good vibes here. Oh, man, and yeah. uh, so I don't know if that prevented definitely could have from from coming Coming in in. yeah maybe he tried and was blocked and was like oh "Oh, come on (laughs) we're friends what are you doing (laughs) oh gosh yeah i'm glad i thank god we had time for that story because that was amazing yeah i love that that was that was real good and we're like out of time already i know which (laughs) listeners we won't always tell as many personal stories in the future it's going to be much more listener focused but this was sort of our our launch of yeah i definitely wanted to hear one of yours Definitely. I, and I, I don't have as many good ones. Ashley will probably have stories for the rest of her life because you seem to run into this stuff a lot. I pretty much only have San Diego and then the weird little girl that lived in my bedroom who I Most of mine may or may not have seen. Oh, I was walking to this place and I saw this dude and like no one else could see him. It's like, (laughs) you can't really make a story out of it. Sure. It's just kind of that instance. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) You can make up a nice backstory. But. But guys, seriously, submit more yes, stories because we're going to keep doing this. And the stories mm-hmm. we've already received are phenomenal. I have, I have like 18 and that were given just to me. And then there were some that were emailed to keep it weirder that we both received. And then Lauren's also got some too. And I have and that's some text just messages. the first week. So. Exactly. Yeah. So this so. will keep on rolling. We will get to all of your stories. Yes. Very excited. Uh, but yeah, so that's all the time we have this week for Keep It Weird. You can follow us on Twitter at Keep It Weird Cast and our Facebook page, Keep It Weird. <coughs> We're also be- Instagram, oh, which yeah, is Instagram. also Keep It Weird Cast, just also like Twitter. Also Keep It Weird Cast. Uh, we post some pics. <laughs> pics? Pics. Uh, we're going to be doing another drawing in like a week for a piece of art that I'm going to post on our Facebook page soon. So everyone that sent in stories, anyone who has left us a five-star review on iTunes, anyone who has shared one of our episodes, your names are going in the pot. And if you want to be added to the drawing, you just need to follow suit. 
Do it. Um, 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 join us next week. We're going to be talking about bad omens. Ooh. So Ouija boards, Friday the 13th, black cats. Where do these superstitions come from? We're staring at a bad omen right now. Her, yeah. she Ashley has a black cat. Her name yeah, is Gabby like Goopalicious. The um, the opposite of something that could hurt you. Look at her right, right now. She's just a little derpy derp fuzzy fuzz. That's all I can call her. She jo would never says hurt that you. She's like she's the best creature that's ever lived, but she's the worst cat. <laughs> that's so true because no she's balance. not a cat. No balance. She's like a live like if you took a small teddy bear uh-huh. and gave it a heart. That's Gabby. <laughs> Gabby. That's a great she way to describe her. She doesn't know how to live. She does. She tap dances before she takes a drink of water. Oh, oh she's waking she's, up. She's she hears that we're talking about. Yeah. Her. Sorry, girl. Sorry. Anywho, we're done. So bad omens um, next week. Bad omens next week. Uh, where do these superstitions come from? <laughs> I'm just really excited. Oh, for, for our, our sign-off? Our sign-off. Sorry, we like... I not know why you're laughing. <laughs> we're so excited. <clears throat> we actually... Here's the thing. We're... Here's the thing. We're just so happy because we don't have a sign-off. We usually just spring it on whoever comes on. Whoever our guest And then today is. we were like, oh, we can't do that. And now we're making such a huge... A huge <laughs> deal, deal of our of sign-off. But it I'm is, just so excited. Okay, <clears throat> so anyways, are you ready? Uh, yes, of course. Do you experience feelings of dread in your basement or attic? Have you or any of your family seen a spook, specter, or ghost? Email keepitweirder at gmail.com and tell us your stories. We're We're ready ready to to believe you. you. (laughs) (laughs) It was better than I ever imagined. (laughs) Or was it the one? Ghost, ghost, ghosty <laughs> time, ghosty time, ghosty time. That could be That's our sign, sign of. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> oh. uh, we could say seeing is believing. Yeah. Ghost. I don't know. <laughs> Should I look up ghost quotes? <laughs> Yeah, ghost quotes. Let's see what Google gives us under ghost quotes. It'll be nothing. (laughs) (laughs) It's too much. Look, it's just a little Stop. It's like the whole shebang. (laughs) I'm crying. (sighs) All right, we'll try that.